All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. It's a Tuesday. You know what that is. Power rankings time. I'm Jeff. Brad is here. Brad, how are you? I'm good, man, but I'm feeling kind of shaky on this list. There's too many teams between 8 and 10 wins on here. It's hard yeah, to figure out where to put them. There's a lot of good football teams. I mean, that's we talked a little bit before we got on here. We didn't disclose our list, but um, we talked about the uncertainty that we have. And, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, I'll just give a team that didn't make my list because I usually start anyway. So the Baltimore Ravens are 8-5. and five. They have a plus 90 point differential. They've won two games in a row, and I couldn't fit them on my list. I'm just uh, I'm not there on them. And I even, I even did a top 11 this week again because um, I felt like the number 11 team is, in my opinion, dead nut tied with the 10th team. I just uh, I gave the one team a slight edge. So I don't know. There's, there's a lot of good football teams. You know, even the, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are 7-6. and six. The Raiders, they're kind of starting to slip. Uh, the Vikings coming off a tough loss. The um, the Buccaneers are six and seven. I mean, there's there's still good football teams. The Giants, who both made our list, mine two in a row years last week. I'm guessing they're not on your list anymore. They didn't make mine. Um, let's go ahead and get into it. But there's a lot of good football teams mm-hmm. coming in. Coming in at number eleven, Miami Dolphins. They're eight and five. Number one in total takeaways. Uh, they're tied with Pittsburgh, um, and they're number two in turnover differential. They don't give it up and they take it away, it's as, as much as you can ask of any team. I would like this team in the 10th spot, except for they're playing with a rookie quarterback. In the 10th team, who I'm about to say, has the greatest quarterback that's ever played. Uh, coming in at 10, it's Tampa Bay Bucks, 8-5, and five, plus 76 on the year. Uh, if this team didn't have Tom Brady in a plethora of weapons, I would probably not have them on the list. 8-5 and five is uh, it's a solid record this time of year, and I do think they're going to win out. But... They they're two and four against teams with winning records. They're not great. Um, they're on here simply because they have the ability to beat anybody, but they have a lot of flaws. Coming in at number nine, uh, it's the, in my opinion, now the second best quarterback in the world. I have dethroned him from number one. Uh, it's the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson nine and four plus sixty nine in the year. Russ is just. He's been a turnover machine as of late. I don't know what's going on. He, he probably just thinks he has to do enough to keep this team alive. He has 12 picks now on the year um, after not having several in the first several weeks. And, I mean, he's just collecting them at this point. Uh, coming in at number eight, uh, I, I knocked him down a few pegs, but I still think this is a very good football team. It's the Cleveland Browns at nine and four. Um, the Ravens just beat him last night. Yeah, well. The Ravens struggled to pass on people, and they were able to do it on the on the ground. Um, I think the Browns even dropping 42 on as good of defense as the Ravens have. I was impressed. Um, Browns have a lot of defensive issues, and going into a January playoff game, they are going to be in luck because it's going to be even colder than it was this past weekend. I don't know. I, I still like them moving forward, uh, and and my only. My only discredit to them all year has pretty much been Baker, and Baker hasn't been bad. He's been all right. I mean, we can't we can't shit talk him too much longer. Coming at number seven, I love this football team. Uh, it's probably the lowest I would put them. They have limitations just like everyone else, but it's the Tennessee Titans at nine and four, plus fifty four in the year. The one the reason I love this team is they have the best running back in January. It's Derrick Henry, number one in rushing yards. Uh, they're number two in rushing in the NFL. 
and uh, they're they've only given it away nine times on the year. It's tied for the best in the league. They don't turn it over and they run the football. What more can you ask of a team? Uh, they're well coached and they have a quarterback that uh, is, is out to prove something even after he got his contract. And they have two great receivers. So I like Tennessee. I love them. I think they could beat any given team, any team. Doesn't matter who it is on any Sunday. Uh, coming at number six, I love this football team too. And God, it, it was it was a rough watch last Thursday night when they kicked the dog shit out of the Patriots, the Rams. Uh, nine and four, plus 79 on the year. Aaron Donald now is number one in the league in sacks. Uh, it, it seems like this team could beat anybody. I mean, truly, uh, they don't have a lot of flaws. They're they're fantastic defensively uh, up front. They have Aaron Donald in the back end. They got Ramsey. I mean, their one flaw, I guess, is Jared Goff, and he's not as bad as people say he is. Coming in at number five, it's a little low for this team. I think they can still make up ground, but they're they're slipping on my list. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're eleven and two. Uh, plus 112 on the year. They're number one internal takeaways. Uh, the thing I love about this team is they have the receivers. Uh, they're struggling to catch the ball. They're struggling to move the football uh, through the run game, but they take it away. They harass everybody they play. And, uh, you know, playing a game at Heinz Field in January gives this team an advantage. And if they can just fix and tweak some things that they're doing, this team can beat anybody too. Coming in at number four, kind of a shocking loss after me and you both predicted that they would dismantle their opponent on Sunday. The New Orleans Saints drop in a spot. Uh, I got them just down a couple of spots. They're 10-3, and three, plus 103 on the year. I think ultimately if they had game tape on Jalen Hurts before the game, it probably would have been closer. Uh, but they don't have their top quarterback, and they finally lost without Drew Brees for the first time in two years. I'm not going to be completely down on this team. Um, they're still great. Coming in at number three, I think this is the highest this team's been all year for me. It's the Buffalo Bills at 10-3, and three, uh, plus 38 on the year. Josh Allen has a 34 total touchdowns. He has been, from what I said he was in September to what he is now, I mean, I already apologized publicly way back in like October. Uh, it's a damn good quarterback, and they have weapons. I don't love their run game, but I, I love what they do and how they move it. They're the only team in the league that's had 21st downs on everybody. Um, they're good. They're a good football team. Coming in at number two, though, even better team. Green Bay Packers, 10-3, and three, plus 87 on the year. They're tied with Tennessee for the least amount of giveaways in the league, and they're number one in scoring. So they score a shit ton, and they don't give it up. Uh, they're fantastic in that sense. Back in the, uh, in the bold predictions pod, way back in September or uh, late August, Aaron Rodgers was picked by the NFL players as like number 12. He was, it was the first time he had been picked outside the top 10 in several years. And the last time he wasn't, he was the MVP of the league. He has a strong case this year. He has been incredible. And uh, they're the second best team in the league, in my opinion. But the best team in the league. And they continue to show it even when they, even when they get punched in the mouth. It's the Kansas City Chiefs at 12-1, and one, plus 122 on the year, best in the NFL. And you know how good they are? This is how good they are. How bad is Jacksonville? That's my question to you. I'm posing that question to you. They're bad, right? They're, no, they're not. They should be uh, winless. They should be winless. Okay, they should be winless. So Jacksonville has the reverse, exact reverse record as them. They're 1-12, where Kansas State's 12-1. They also have the exact reverse point differential. 
So as bad as Jacksonville is, that's how good Kansas City is. And that we shouldn't even be misstating that. They're number one in yards, number one in pass yards, and they have the best quarterback on the planet. And uh, he might be looking at another MVP. Right there with Aaron Rodgers, they're both fighting for it. That's my list. I feel all right about it. Um, truly, from 1 to 11, you know, the, the Dolphins gave Kansas City a dogfight. They picked them off three times, and Kansas City was still able to win. It just goes to show you what Kansas City is, and uh, I still like the Dolphins. And if they didn't have a rookie quarterback, I would probably put them higher on this list. And I, I have faith in them. But the AFC is tough. So, yeah, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few teams that that you might lift your eyebrows at me a little bit differently. Um, some some team I left two nine win teams off the list: uh, the Colts and Seahawks. Both both barely left off my list. Um, Seahawks lost to the Giants, and at this point, any team on this list should really dismantle the Jets. Um, so I'm not really going to give them too much, you know, hype for their win. Um, the Dolphins, that performance that they put on against the Chiefs, the Dolphins are in every game they've played this year and they've won Absolutely. some that maybe people didn't expect them to. But they're right outside. But I believe every team on this list, including those three, will be in the playoffs. Um, I'm going to start at number 10. We agree. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, God, if the Vikings had a kicker, they would have lost coming off their <laughs> bye week. So yeah. um, I don't think we can overlook that. This team does have the knockout punch at any given moment with the amount of talent they have on offense and in their front seven got some secondary issues the problem is is they're six and one versus teams under 500 and they're two and four against teams above 500 they've got the number one rush defense but i don't know when they play great teams they look very shaky um number nine i'm going to go with the ravens um they came back in a storming win um i think if lamar jackson didn't have to leave for two series I think there was only one or two punts by the Ravens the entire game. They were just scoring points at will. Now, granted, the Browns were too, but um, Lamar Jackson overall, he, he he's a weird evaluation. But there there's a couple times a game where he becomes unstoppable, and it's it's really fun to watch. And as a Steelers fan, I hate that I love the three quarterbacks in my division outside of my own as well. They're all fun to root for, in my opinion. Number eight, moving along here, I've got the Cleveland Browns right above them. And I know they just lost to them last night, and they lost to them twice now in the year. But the Browns team, um, in the uh, the live show, I predicted the Ravens to win by 14-plus because the Ravens' offense did exactly what I thought they would do. I just had no idea the Browns' offense had this in them against a top-level defense. And what Kevin – he's done with Baker Mayfield makes this team formidable and uh, this offense is starting to come around and it's scary because they scored at will on the Ravens last night especially in the second half uh, moving to number seven the Titans the Titans have just had a brutal schedule they've played a ton of great teams all throughout the year it wasn't in one stretch it just seems like every other week you turn around the Titans are in some kind of you know game of the week but um, they do have Derrick Henry which is I mean he's just fascinating as a human being like how big he is and how fast he is they have aj brown who hits home run balls seems like every other game and uh Corey davis and their coach the defense does enough i like the titans at number seven but seven eight and nine the browns titans and ravens all in the afc all neck and neck and i would say right now they're neck and neck with my sixth team as well i have the steelers there i know this is a what have you done for me lately but 
you like to try and mix it in with their entire slate of what they've done all year. This team is 11 and two. It's the second best record in the NFL. Their plus minus is 112. They lead the league in sacks and takeaways. But this team, as of lately, looks like a glorified Chicago Bears. Khalil Mack, TJ Watt, Akeem Hooks, Cameron Hayward, Kyle Fuller, Joe Hayden, Eddie Jackson to uh, Mika Fitzpatrick. And then the offense just looks, you know, bad at times. Oftentimes it doesn't even work. It looks disgusting. And they win games that are close by their defense. And as the Steelers aren't even winning games as of right now. So I think their their problems are fixable, but there's no way they can be in the top five after what we've seen the last two weeks. Number five, Packers. I have the Packers at number five. And um, Aaron Rodgers, 39 touchdowns, four interceptions. That's fantastic. 119.7 QBR. That's first in the league. Compression percentage is 70%. My only problem is they are nine and one against teams under 500. They're one and two versus teams above 500. Did I say above both times? Excuse me. But um, when they play good teams, they've played the Saints, Bucks, and Colts. Those are the only three teams they've played that are above 500, and they're one and two in those games. Um, they beat down on bad opponents, but when they play other playoff teams, I mean, in one of those games, they got destroyed by the Buccaneers, who are 10th on both of our lists. So I'd still like to see the Packers play more great competition. And in two weeks, they've got the Titans. That should be a really fun matchup. Number four, I have the Saints. Um, they didn't have any They didn't have any tape on Jalen Hurts. They came in. That team was on fire. Um, they were at home. And they just beat them too badly in the first half. I think the league's starting to catch up with Jalen uh, um, Taysom. Taysom Hill, and um, there's too many quarterbacks like Taysom Hill now that are better at throwing the football, so there's more tape out, period. Taysom Hill's not the answer. He's done enough, but I still have this team at four because Drew Brees is coming back, and they lost early to the Packers, but they didn't have Michael Thomas. That's a big part of their game. The Saints, Saints were different early in the year, but I have them at number four. Number three, I have the Los Angeles Rams. I think the Rams... They had a little stretch where Jared Goff was turning the football over before and after that. They, they've been lights out. The team's 34-0 when they're up at half. They have four losses, and two of them are just to their kryptonite. Flat out, they can't beat the 49ers. Thank goodness they won't have to in the playoffs, but they just can't beat them. Uh, their, their defense, first in yards per play, second and third down percentage, second in opposing passer rating, third in sacks. We all remember that weird loss they had to the to the Dolphins when Jared Goff just kept scoring for the other team. That was just a weird game. But the Rams are the only team, even over the Chiefs, only team to outgain their opponents by over a thousand yards this season. Over all their games, they have outgained their opponents by a thousand yards. I think the Rams are a formidable force, and I, I wouldn't at this point I wouldn't even think it's shocking to think that they could make it out of the NFC as a Super Bowl team. Number two, Bills. Uh, like you said, 21st downs against every team, uh, fewer than 25 points allowed in three straight games. They're number one in fourth quarter takeaways. They're a Hal Murray away from seven straight wins. They had one little slip up right after Josh Allen got all the MVP hype. They hit the Chiefs and Titans back to back weeks. They lost them both and they really turned it around since they're one of the elite teams. I don't think anyone could complain about having them top three. Number one's the Chiefs. Now, we've had them at number one ever since the Steelers took their first loss. You even had them there before that. 
Um, since week nine on, they're minus one in the turnover margin, so you'd like to see them clean that up a little bit. They're starting to get loose with the football. I just think that although they are number one, I don't think they're as far out ahead as most people think. Um, they do have five straight wins by one possession. Wins are wins, but they're not crushing all their opponents. And whether it's on them or on the other team playing well, they are keeping people in games. But it is electrifying to see how this Chiefs team can be outscored 17-3 to in the fourth quarter and still win, can throw three interceptions and still win. They just, they're lightning in a bottle, and at any given moment, you can't stop them. They, they have the leading passer in Mahomes, the leading receiver in Kelsey, Tyreek Hill's top three. At one point, Tyreek Hill had a stat line. He had one rush for 32 yards and a touchdown, and one catch for 44 yards and a touchdown. That was a stat line at one point in the game against the Dolphins. You can do everything to contain them, one play, touchdown. So th this team moves the ball well. They, they're the number one team. I just think they are beatable. And as for teams such as lower on my list, Dolphins, Ravens, Titans, Browns, Colts, Steelers, the Bills and Chiefs are atop the AFC. And if you are a neutral uh, spectator, if your team's not in the playoffs or you cheer for the NFC side, the AFC playoffs are going to be fireworks. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Same with the NFC, but gosh, the AFC is so good this year. There's going to be plenty of good records, but that's my top 10. Um, I'd like to hear your guys' in the comments. Uh, tell me why mine's wrong. Tell me why Jeff's is wrong. Tell me why yours is right. But um, these are all playoff teams. But um, watch out for the Rams. I think they are a lot better than some people give them credit for. I love the Rams. I have them at six, but it's because they have four losses. But I do love <laughs> them, and I agree with you. Two of those losses, I hate to say fluke losses because you lost, but the Niners just seem to be there's something weird there, okay? I think Sean McVay is one in five against the 49ers in it's, his it's, three years or something crypt, like that. You said the word kryptonite. That's fair. That's a fair accusation there because the Rams are a better football team than the Niners are. There's no argument there, okay? Um, I mean, you said it way back when. Then you got off the train. Then you were back on it, and I've, I've kind of regained the steam. On it. They're a Super Bowl-type team. This is a team that can win the Super Bowl for sure. They have everything you want to beat Kansas City because for me right now that's that's the bar and you have to have a couple different things okay don't even bother to say that you can beat Kansas City unless you can do one of these same things can you run the football do you have a lockdown corner and do you have a competent head coach if you can't do those three things you can't beat Kansas City I love the Rams because they have Ramsey they have a competent head coach, and they can run the football. The rest is all plus, in my opinion. I mean, Kansas City, they have only lost a few games under Pat Mahomes. Go back and look. They've all ran the ball. They've all been great coach, and they've all been able to somewhat contain the offense. Outside of the Raiders, who scored 40, and Kansas City only scored 30, that's a fluke. Most of the time, it's because you have success against them. Miami. If they had running backs this past weekend, they'd have beat them because they have a lockdown corner. They have a smart coach. They couldn't run the football. It wasn't enough. They picked them off three times. I don't like Buffalo against them. They can't run the football. I don't like Pittsburgh against them. They can't run the football. you got to be able to. I think Pittsburgh has a lot of things to match up with Kansas City, and I, I hope to God we get that matchup. We deserve it. I don't know that we're going to, though. I just it's don't. Good. 
the the seventh seed in the AFC is going to be either the Ravens, Dolphins, Browns, like Colts, Titans. I mean, that's the seventh seed. You keep in, saying in Titans. Are you saying that the Colts are going to beat the Titans still? Are you still on that trend? Well, right now the Colts are leading the division. They've already they played twice. They've already played twice. The Colts right now are in first. That's what it has on my. Either way, if if they are or aren't, I believe um, the Titans still play the Packers and the Colts still play the Steelers. But outside of those two games, they both have winnable games. I mean, the Colts still play the Texans and Jaguars and at the Steelers who aren't playing well. So the Colts have three incredibly winnable games. And then the Titans, their last three are Lions, Packers, Texans. They have they have three winnable games. So, so right now, I, I have it up. The Tennessee Titans do have the division lead because they're four and one the division. The Colts are two and two, and they have a better conference record. So as of right now, the Tennessee Titans would have to lose either more yeah. games or more divisional games. They, well, they either, do have that. Either way, I'm just saying because their division's so close, one of them's going to be a wild card team. So you yeah. have the Titans or Colts, one of those two teams, and then you have Ravens, Browns, Dolphins. Out of those five teams, only four of them can make it. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying one of those teams are the seventh seed. So even if you get the two seed, whether that ends up being Buffalo or whether the Steelers hold on to it, or, I mean, heaven forbid, if the Colts, you know, went out and beat, you know, if one of those teams gets, you know, Titans wouldn't have tiebreaker. Regardless, one of those five teams are going to be a wild card team. Yeah. If you're the two or three seed, you're not feeling great about where you're at because of who's coming yeah. to town. It's it's just nightmare matchups. The worst team in the playoffs for the ASC side potentially is going to be ten and six. That's incredible, especially with an expanded playoff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I uh, the AFC is 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 great. I mean, my list alone: one, two, three, four, five. Oh, I'm five and five again. Shockingly, I was I shocked. Also, I also want to point out, um, you know, we got contacted on our YouTube page about yeah. um, having the confidence to have the Giants at nine on my list, ten at your list. I know it was quick to have those two teams disappear, but um, if Alex Smith is truly hurt, Washington is done. Absolutely. And the Giants, if they continue to start Daniel Jones over Colt McCoy, every time he gets touched, the ball's on the ground. That's all I'm saying. Every time Daniel Jones gets touched, he's fumbling. It, he turns the ball over too much at the quarterback spot. I'm not saying he's not. He's a better talent throwing and running the football than Colt McCoy. But Colt McCoy didn't turn the ball over against the Seahawks, and they were able to beat him. Yeah. This Giants team, I mean, I don't expect them to be able to beat the Browns, who they still have to play, or some of these other teams if, if they're going to turn the ball over. So, um Daniel Jones until he fixes the turnover issue. And if Washington's starting anyone not named Alex Smith, I don't think those teams are serious contenders for the top 13. One of them will be in the playoffs though. Yeah. I mean, Washington, they have a, they have an under five, they're under 500 on their five and seven on the year, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. They're six they and have, seven. They, six and seven. They have a plus 12 point differential. That is wild to me. Okay. Crazy. And, so the, the Niners, they have three games left, right? They mm-hmm. play at the Cowboys, at the Cardinals, and against the Seahawks. If they can blow out the Cowboys, even if they lose close to the next two teams, they have a chance. And I, I would have to look this up in history. I would assume this would be the first time in NFL history that a division 
the division that we've picked all year pretty much as the best division in football, uh, they, the NFC West, they would have four teams with a plus my, a positive point differential on the year. Yeah. Wild. That just, shows you, that just shows you they beat everybody in their division right now as we sit, two and two. All four teams. God, the 49ers are banged up, too. It's crazy to think what they could have been. Kyle Shanahan, the coaches in that division – are incredible the whole division the the quarterbacks everything it's just it's if you could say the 49ers have, are the worst team in your division yeah a team that at the beginning of the year we we said their floor was 11 and 5 now mind you that's pre-injury and stuff like that but right. yeah but um the Steelers uh just to note um just some things I know if the Steelers beat the Bengals Monday night doesn't matter what happens uh they win they clinch the division um, it'll be theirs and theirs alone. They'll be four and one in the division with 12 wins as the lowest they could go. That would be enough to lock up the division. Um, that's the only playoff, you know, for sure that I know that can be locked up. I think Green Bay has clinched their division. Yes, they clinched it yeah. already. Um, the Saints kind of creaked the door open because uh, the Saints play the Chiefs, and if they lose and the Bucks win, you know, Bucks would have to win out, and Saints would really have to fall apart here at the end. But that's not locked up yet. Uh, Rams and Seahawks both knotted up at nine and four, still fighting for that division. So there's still plenty left to play for, and I believe all teams in the AFC East still have a chance to do it. Especially the Eagles, they have three games left, and that tie, that tie gives them a little bit of a tiebreaker over Washington or the Giants. So who knows what this Jalen Hurts can thing can do, but. They just beat the Saints, so don't tell me it's not possible. Yeah, who knows? Nobody. Who knows? Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so I'll leave. I'll leave this brewing. Answer this on Sunday because I'm gonna re-ask. I know your answer. You can answer it now if you really want to. Pittsburgh hasn't scored 20 in the month of December. They're gonna score it on Cincinnati, right? Um. I, I truly believe the only way, like, no one's going to take the Bengals' win super seriously because the Bengals are so bad, no Joe Burrow. But the only way for the Pittsburgh Steelers to be back in serious contention, they have to put up at least 30 on the Bengals. They have to show that they can at least do it to the bad teams. If it's like 24-17 somehow or 13-20 on the Bengals, you couldn't put up more than 20, 25 points. So. I, I think yeah. this. I, I still think it's solvable. Um, maybe that's just me being a Steelers fan. And those of you who know, looking at my list, maybe you're like, really, Steelers at six? Like they should be lower. But Man. maybe you don't. Maybe you don't feel that way. But um, the last three weeks, they've looked really, really bad. But um, eleven and two. Obviously, you know, I have big ties to the Steelers. Maybe Ravens or Browns should be higher. I still don't think the Browns will beat the Steelers week seventeen. So. We'll see. Well, one week at a time, but Steelers don't look good. But yes, I, be I believe they have to hit the 30 mark against the Bengals. And of course, I think they'll do it. I'm a Steelers fan. Come on. Yeah. Gosh, we're midway through December, man. Crazy. Season's almost over. Christmas, Christmas is around the corner. NBA's in seven days. 2021, the much anticipated 2021's around the corner. Wow. What a year for the pod. What a year for football. And uh, we're we're not done. We ain't done yet. We'll be back. Uh, if not Thursday, we'll be back Tuesday. And uh, NBA's around the corner too. So 
we'll see you guys later. Bye. Go Patriots. Thanks for listening. Go Steelers, as always.